I am so sure. I want you to understand something. I want you to understand something. We carry the name of Jesus even without speaking the name of Jesus. When it says that he is the name that is above every other name and that every prayer must go through his name, it is not a literal affirmation that we must say Jesus when we pray. It is the understanding that we carry that name and we are called by that name. You understand? I, I did it deliberately. I called out her name and her hand stretched out. I didn't say in the name of Jesus come out. In the name of Jesus. No. Because I have an understanding that I carry the name of Christ. So whatever I speak out begins to carry the power that is in the name of Jesus. We cannot be a religious people turning the word of God into a level of religiosity. Because we carry the name of Christ. And everything that we speak out comes in the power of the name of Christ. You understand? Yes. So, so, you go to places and countries where the name of Jesus is not being allowed to be. Like you cannot say Jesus. That is not, that is not a hindrance. The mistake is that they allowed you into that country. You understand what I'm saying? You go into spaces and homes where Jesus is forbidden. Because a certain preacher came in the name of Jesus and locked them off. You go there and they do not understand because as long as you don't say Jesus, they are fine. But the fact that you entered into that space meant that Jesus entered into that space. Amen. 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 There is an understanding that we must come. Amen. Amen. Let's go to our announcements and then we go on. Uh, last week we said we are opening up space for you to join our service department. Our service department is Washington. The Ashes, if you have come here for a while, you understand that you have not been singing. It is intentional. We are praying. And our, though I don't speak about being born in prayer, our theme is being born in prayer. Because everything that we are doing is being born in prayer. There are certain things that are being birthed. And have been birthed and will continue to be birthed. Amen. And even if the Spirit allows us, we will continue praying. Because we are enjoying this. Okay? So we are opening up space for you to join our service team, the worship team, the Ashram department, the hospitality department, any team, even those that we don't know. If there is a specific department that God has laid in your heart and you don't know, just tell us, you know what, uh, this is my service and I will do this and we will, we will make a department for it. Okay? Right. Okay? And the person to see today is Shelby. So after the service, please see her. I realized last week the service went southwest, went, went south. Uh, and people did not get a chance to, to see the person we asked them to see. But see Shalmeth. Shalmeth, Shalmeth is, is the beautiful lady that's standing up. See her, give her a name and the department that you want to serve. Amen. And make sure you do it today. Alright? Alright? We are building a home and, and these are the components that build a home. We are opening up cell groups. We are launching cell groups in, in due time. Cell groups are small groups that we will have time to interact as, as we, we realize that we cannot do those kind of interactions here. Okay? So we are building up a, a channel or a platform for us to interact. We will tell you more about them, but as you pray, continue praying for those groups because I, 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 I want to, to believe. You, you know that the, the first church, the first church that Christ left, they met in houses, okay? They met in houses. <coughs> okay. 
They met in houses, huh? And, and we want to we want to build that tradition because there's a level of fellowship that we cannot have that are in this space. Okay? And I want to encourage you, if you have come here for two weeks, three weeks now, and you don't know anyone else apart from the person who brought you here, just know someone. Just know someone. If we're in that WhatsApp group, we have a WhatsApp group and I want you to join because we we're not sharing memes. I don't know if you want for your WhatsApp group, you go to uh catwalk. Uh, uh, we have our sample, so I to join, and, and this is the, the thing, if you're in that WhatsApp group, and there's a communication that has been made, because to be able to story more, just follow up the communication, <laughs> we'll be here, we'll be among the first people to hear those things. Amen. We'll be among the first people to hear those things. And people three months later, three years later, when we're talking about certain things, we talked about three years ago. Sure. Now, I'm not sure God is just giving us a head start. Because he has found us faithful to pioneer. Amen. We're not any special, but we are. We're not any special, but we are. God has found us faithful to pioneer certain things that he wants the church to begin to do. Amen. Amen. I was listening to, to oh, yesterday. Yesterday afternoon, we were at our sub-regions uh, youth worship. And the overseer was talking about uh, speed and, and, and certain things. And I was telling Shelby, that teach about the spirit of delay three years ago, four years ago. Four years ago, we were dealing with the spirit of delay. And yesterday, we were going to a meeting, and someone is talking about speed and how things will not be delayed anymore. And I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> But this is the thing, because we have been found faithful, we will not be found proud. Sure. Amen. Amen. There will be no pride found in us. Because everywhere we will go, they will be speaking about things we've had even ages before we will still see. And we will pray for them for acceleration. Amen. Amen. So, uh, first thing, last week we talked about money. How many have opened a savings account? Who did not have. Last week to talk about money. How many have begun to think and put into action an investment plan? From last week. From last week. You can sign up, put up, speed up like this. Speed up like this. One. One. Put your hand up. If you have this began uh, doing investment plans from last week, you did not have them or you had investment plans, but now you are setting up new investment plans from last week. One, is your hand up or not? Is your hand up or not, Nadia? Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. How many were here last week? Put your hand up. Okay. I am asking this not because I want us to follow up, but because I was asked to follow up. If instructions will come and we will not be speedily putting into action the instructions that we get, 
then we miss out on the priority to pioneer. An instruction comes, seven days later, you've not even thought about it, and you say, Amen, last week. You're missing out. You're missing out. You're missing out. The instruction was that God is going to give us money. For those that were not there, say, Amen. Amen. God is going to provide, but He's not going to provide to make you wealthy. He's going to provide for you to build a culture of money. One of the cultures of money is giving. The other culture is investing. The other culture is what? Saving. Saving. And the other culture was? Giving, investing, saving. Giving, investing, saving. I want to add a third culture, a fourth culture. And a fourth culture is spending the money on yourself. Hallelujah. <laughs> so next week we put the offer is but they were to spend their money on themselves more than they have saved or invested. That's my weakness. In the scriptures, there is a giving that you purpose to give. And the and the finances that you purpose to give, you go out, buy a goat, come slaughter, eat, and you have given. It is considered giving. Mm. Mm. It is considered giving in scripture when you have purpose to spend the money on yourself. That is what the traditions that we are breaking will not teach. Okay? So when you are, you, scripture says that that which you have purpose in your heart, giving starts from the purpose. It's not in the action of giving. See, oh, my child is, oh, oh, so we got to a sadaka. And then we can be giving our offering. As we, as we, as I continue, let's give our offering as I continue. So, so let's let's do that. Priority devotion. I'll speak more about that. Something happened last week. We finished our service at around nine thirty, right? And we were here till eleven thirty because there was an overflow. There was an overflow. There was an overflow. Okay? There was an overflow. Uh, and God has told me to tell you, let us start practicing the culture of staying. Write that down. Stay. 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 Write it down. Stay. The culture to stay. And the culture to stay is to notice when the presence of God has come and just sit there and stay. We have our, uh, if you give me my person, the number is, is and the account, num account name right, presence night. The account name right, presence night. Okay? And the culture is to stay. To stay. It is one of the most difficult things to do because you just sit down and stay. And there's nothing, you, you don't talk, you don't do nothing, you don't have something to say, you don't even have a prayer to do, you just stay. Have you ever been with someone you love and you stories, Zikaisha, Nankakachinitumkanda kwa kaliyana. Nankakachinitumkanda kwa kaliyana. Nankakachinitumkanda kwa kaliyana. Nankakachinitumkanda kwa kaliyana. Nankakachinitumkanda You're just comfortable. You're just comfortable. And that is what we want. To do. We want to practice the culture of staying. So, after the service, we will not force you to stay. 
And we will not stay because we are building a tradition. We will only stay because there's a presence to there's a presence, there's a presence to stay under. If there is nothing so important that you're doing at your house, I just encourage you to stay. Just do what? Even when you are praying the gapo in your house and you are praying and you are praying and you are finished praying, don't jump into your phone. Just do what? Just stay. Just stay. No words. No nothing, no nothing, no pressure, just the pressure is to Okay. Uh, there's an insistence on us to build our, our individual prayer culture, our individual prayer culture. So let's continue building our individual prayer culture, okay? <coughs> He's also told me to prepare you for a fast. I know you just finished your January fast, but he told you to prepare for a fast and that time will come. We really pray for this. And he's told me to ask you to begin to learn the importance of his presence. Mm -hmm. The importance of his presence. The presence that moves with you, the presence that you carry, and the presence that you stay under. Amen. 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 The last prophetic instruction for today, the apostolic order for today, is that we need to awaken the gospel that has twofold. The gospel of twofold. The gospel of preaching as onefold and the gospel of demonstration as the second. There is no need to preach the gospel will not be demonstrated. So if we are preaching about healing, there must be healing that comes after. If we are preaching about miracles, we must see miracles that come afterward. Amen? And there is no need to demonstrate if we cannot teach. So those two things must go together. We must awaken the gospel of the twofold gospel. That is to demonstrate and to teach. To teach and to demonstrate. To demonstrate, then teach. To teach, then demonstrate. Amen? Amen? Because of time, we have we have a testimony. I, I, I think I'll just share it because of that. Can you stand up, Charlie? Charlie, stand up. Stand up. Yes, you see that lady, she has a testimony, but because of time, I'll just share it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? I hope you understand. Yeah, you, will, you will just understand me. So, so, Sharon has a smaller brother, like many of you do. <laughs> and many of you don't. And uh, the the brother was was just a boy. He was just being a boy, and he found something on the floor, and he decided that this one is is young. And uh, he decided that this is yummy, <laughs> and uh, and a kameza. and that thing was uh, you know nekonga washa, no kuto washa. And then uh, she she uh, she was worried and uh, uh and then we, we prayed with her and uh and she came on Monday and we prayed. I prayed for her on Monday and we, we decreed 
a miracle so Wednesday he was scheduled to go for surgery because he was told and other things that so they had to to open him up to remove it. So on that same Wednesday they tried to remove it by an atomic spot and yes, but they failed. And because they failed, they could not take him for surgery because they had already messed up the inside, so surgery would, would be delicate, okay? So the surgery did happen. But because we prayed, that thing moved from where it could not be removed into the stomach. Okay? So it moved from Ilkwawabi. Osefangers. I know time has gone, but let me just say something. Okay. It was on the esophagus. So he couldn't eat or do anything, but he can attest. He was just taking fluids. Okay. And of course, my mom was so worried. And the doctor said, I'm a medic, so I know uh, this is complicated. And they were explaining to us, because Betty also, she's a medic, so we got to understand. And they were like, you see where it is? It's so complicated. And so, but you are glad. At least imagine he's, he has been he has been with that thing since 31st day. He has not been eating. Like he has been, let's say, literally surviving, like fasting. We didn't know until he went for scanning. So me, I thought it was... He had tonsillitis. I diagnosed him with Rufen and all that. So my mom was like, hey, doctor. Then it didn't work. I gave him another medicine. Tondiasis. So my mom was like, ah, Has he eaten? Oh, you? Has he eaten? Yeah, yeah. For the first time he ate on that Wednesday when you went, they were removing through endoscopy. Mm. That's the first time he ate. Then the doctor was like, ah, ah. Bread, nachai, it's yeah. a lie. Okay. So watch and scanning. And that's the time I was telling you I'm worried. Let's uh -huh. pray. Uh -huh. Then on Monday when you were praying, Betty had seen death. Like we're like, hey, then she has because the way it was, we mm. knew, hey, Hapa, it's just God. Okay. And you remember when you are saying spirit of death, and Betty had seen the same thing mm. about that. So you prayed, and on Wednesday I told you I'm not first word. Yeah. First on Wednesday. First word. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not at ease. They tried through endoscopy. And by the way, there were two kids. They were admitted at the same time. Uyo Amemeza Dice, my brother, it was washer. So they were like, Uyo Dice, Ilitoka, Ilitoka Nadamu, because it damaged the esophagus. But my brother, they were like, ah, ah, it's complicated. He just has to go for surgery, and you guys don't trash us. Msituambia Mambozabil, we are taking our time. Uyo Dice, Akakufa on Saturday night. Mwenye Ilitolo, it was so sad. On the same, like he was on the next bed. So Has I was not. It was. It is in the small out. intestines, and the doctors are like, "Yeah, he can just go home. It will just come out." Definitely. So it's not out yet. Yeah. Okay. So, so we right. believe it. Okay. Right. Don't <laughs> So this is the thing. This is what I'm telling you. This story. Uh, uh, and 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 I'm telling you this story. I, after this, you will understand what I'm what I'm saying now. Uh, as she told me this, she told me that they have a bill. They have a bill that they cannot clear. Okay? 
they have a building they cannot clear and right away it hit me and I, I, I got it I got it so we are going to help her clear the bill Amen. Amen. And I tell you why we're going to help her clear the dish. Everything that we're doing here is intentional and we are setting a foundation. Let me tell you why. In this in the first church, this is what happened. They came and gave everything they had. And scripture says that none among them lacked anything. Okay? So we are not only building a precedence to give to one another, but we are building a precedence where none of us will not lack anything. Amen. So I want you to get into your pocket. I want you to get into your pocket. And I want you to, to, to get money to help her clear the bill. Now, listen up. If your pocket is empty, it's okay. It's okay. But if you know you can find money, and you want to give towards this, I want you to write it down and then be faithful enough to give up. I want you to get it. Let's do it quick. Let's do it quick. Let's do it quick. Let's do it quick. So that we can clear our pain. We can clear our pain. Go, 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 go. Everybody. I want us, I want everyone to give. Whether you have it or not. The day with the back of the letter, so I want, you, I, I want you to trust even in your not having you have. So let's do that. Let's do that. Uh, what's your trust number? Oh. Zero Seven twenty four for ninety one. Zero seven four eight seven two four four nine one. Say it again. Zero seven forty eight seven twenty four for ninety one. Seven two four four ninety one. Come and let up. Let up. Let up. Now, when you get to when you get to Napo, after you be now, probably number apple, come on your place so that so that I can just follow up. Let's tweet quick, let's tweet quick, let's tweet quick, let's tweet quick. We have 20 minutes. <coughs> Zero seven. Forty-eight seven twenty-four for ninety one. Seven for the one. Zero seven. Four eight. Four eight. Uh -huh. Seven two. Seven two. Four 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 nine one nine one. Hey, quickly, 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 quickly. Ah, 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 We're building cultures, we're building cultures, we're building cultures, we're building cultures, we're picking up from people. 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 We just want you to be trained 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 to be trained
akan ada ones between this and this and this and this for the samples. Okay? Okay? So, we will put up mechanisms to take out certain things among us. And, and that will be one of the duties for the teams and, and, and you know, so that we, we you know, senior or we won't have those cases. Amen? So, we participate, and we will be able to do it. We will be able to do we have been praying for the night we have been praying for a revival. Some people call it reformation. Some people call it the awakening. Some people have different names for it. But what we have been praying for is the move of God. Amen. I realize and understand that all of us who's who's more than 30 years old but from that I'm I realize that most of us, in fact, everyone below 50 has never encountered the move of God as it is written in stories we have had. Okay? Some of us have been going to church for 30 years, and all we have encountered is men teaching the word. Good worship. For some of you, it is good lights and smoke. A very good worship experience. But they have been empty of God. We've had glimpses, 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 like drops of water that unatwele when you unashangaviyomo na maji na kumwakia. Tena kwa unashangaki kome moja na maji na kumwakia. We've had such things because we have been in. Some of us have been lucky enough to be in churches where some things happen, and some of us not so lucky enough. They have been in churches where. Apart from good fellowship and knowing one another and becoming a family, nothing about God is experienced. I am not proud. In fact, one of the things that hurts me the most is when a visitor comes to your church and they stand up and say, Wana Siwe, Wana Siwe, Majinayangu Mr. and so, and the visitor come on two months ago and they go to Kizunguka and they come to Kizunguka. And the church does what? Say the Why? Because we forget that this person has been going around churches. Those are eight weeks, eight different churches, and they have never encountered. 
And probably go you can say, I'm saying, I can't say, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, Another guys are shouting last week, <laughs> and what you shouted for last week, our seven are shouting. And that thing hurts me. At some point when I was younger, uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> excited because in a can come out, we are doing the right. The right as thing. I have grown, I have realized that that is a predicament, and it's so sad that we have so many churches. And no God. Are we together? Are we together? But some of us got the privilege of coming under people who had their antennas wired up. And because their antennas were wired up, they realized that God is preparing the world at large. God is preparing Kenya, and especially Kenya. Mm for a move, for a revival, for a continuous, not ending encounter with him. And because their antennas were up, they taught their people, and their people began to pray. For some people, they have been praying for 30 years, for 40 years. Some people have been praying for two years. Some people have been praying for two weeks. Some people have been praying for two days. And some people will come out of this place and go and begin do what? Because you know what? It doesn't matter when you began praying. Because the reward of the of the laborer who got in at the eleventh hour and the one who got in on the first day is the same. Put your hands up for Jesus. <laughs> but we have been praying for a move of God. Because some of us have been have grown tired of the gospel as it is. I have grown tired of the gospel as it is, that we must go out and put up platforms and print posters and, 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 and sponsor posters on Facebook and Instagram so that we can go out on, and preach. And yet the reality of the gospel was that we just walk into a town and the town knows yes. that our people have come in, a people with a difference. Mm -hmm. I was having a conversation with someone and they were telling me of how they don't take trips, you know, me why, why also, uh, let's take a trip. Let's take a road trip. What are you going to do? Nothing. Let's just take a road trip. I can't even remember if you are Mr. Bagi Kama CG. Come on, my friend. You can't be there. As long as the gospel is just empowered by you going out to preach, then that gospel is half-baked. Yeah. If the gospel cannot be taught by a people who just, like, even though, no, 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 see, one moment, to not see when you are up, to not take the other people, to not put on your brain, 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 to not put on your brain. Let me let me be You get what I'm saying? You see that effect. You see that effect. That effect of a beautiful girl passing by a a normal man. 
who's been delivered. <laughs> you see that that is the effect you should carry because of the presence of God that mtu akipitana na wewe hivi. The fact that mmemtanai atarealize that there is something that has bypassed him that is not longer. Na anapenduka na hata angalia naende ataangalia na kufuata kuzi. Eh wewe ina If the gospel does not get to that point, then you know what? You know what? You know what? It's been good. It's been good. It's been good. It's been good. But adios. We can't do this. I can't preach for the next 30 years and become 60 and see nothing happen. Nothing. I can't. I can't do this. I have purpose. I have purpose that the gospel that I preach and the people that I walk with, the people that have been called to me, because the scripture says that for I and my son and my sons are for signs and wonders. If signs and wonders do not become the essay unit of our names, then there is nothing we are doing. But we have been praying for two years. The reward of the prayer that we have been praying the prayer that we continue to pray is at hand God is coming God in his fullness is coming his presence has decided to be with us Ah let me say that again his presence has decided to be with us Let's not mistake the glory for something we do in our closet and in our bathroom. It is the presence of God that is undoubtedly God, something that wears on you, something that grows on you, that when you walk into a space, it does not matter how your eyebrows look. People don't get to notice you. They just notice what has overshadowed you. Amen. That is coming. Amen. That is at hand. That is your portion. That is my portion. That is our portion. That is our identity. Amen. 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 Let's go to Psalm 63. This is what came to me. This is what I realized last week after the overflow. And after the overflow, I was sitting here and I was staying and I was just looking at people. People were drunk. They were drunk. They were really drunk. If you look at the video and you look at them now, whoa, whoa. In fact, we carried them home. Like we literally carried them home. 
I know some of you have been out clubbing and whatnot, and you know how people, drunk people, look like. They were just in the club. And we carried them home. And as we were going home, God was telling me, Manze, I am trumping over the spirit of drunkenness in this town. Amen. 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 is weak. Amen. 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 Your amen is not as glorious as the word. <laughs> say, Oh God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. Yes. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you. In a dry and dusty land. Where there is no water, so I have looked for you in the sanctuary mm. to see your power and see your glory. Let's go to Psalm 27. Psalm 27, verses 4. It says, One thing I have desired of the Lord that I will seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, just to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in the temple. I'll read it again. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that I will seek, that I will seek. That one thing that I have desired that I will seek is that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life just to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. <coughs> Let's go back to Psalm 63. Oh God, you are my God. Only will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So I have looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory. And then we combine it with 27.4. One thing I have desired of the Lord that I will seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to be born the beauty of the Lord. This is an equivalent of what we have been praying for for 30 years, for 50 years, for 2 years, for 7 This is the same prayer that David was praying that I want you, I want you, I want It is the same place that we are in that David was seeking to, to live with us in the house of the Lord forever, that his desire was to inquire of the Lord in his house, in his house, and he said that all the days of my life, and it literally meant all the days of his life. It is the same prayer that David was consumed with. In fact, it is not just the same prayer. It is a prophetic declaration to our times that David is also praying. Because if you understand the life of David, you understand that every time he wrote a psalm, every time he wrote something, he was not writing it out of the space of him being David, but he was writing it out of the prophetic space. I want to bring it to your attention that to, for you to know that David was a prophet. Yes. David was a man who built a temple where worship did not cease in the temple for 24 hours, 7 days, for 40 years. 
For 40 years, there were people who were seeking God, seeking God. And the psalmist, the people who led the worship in the temple, one of them was Asaph. Asaph was a seer. Asaph was a seer and they would lead worship. They would lead worship and their eyes would open and they would see what God wants to do. And they would tell the people that God has come today like a fire and he's ready to consume us. They had the ability to see. So their worship was not just physical. It was a physical reaction to what could be seen in the spirit for 40 years for 40 good years 24 hours 7 days worship never ceased because their desire was one that I may dwell in the house of the Lord forever this was a king a king who led nation and at the time of David they had war they had everything but David was ready to lay down his 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 what is it called what is it called his duty of kingship just to be in the <coughs> house of the Lord. Let's go on. This is where it gets interesting. Psalm 63, verse 3. It says, Because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise you. <coughs> there are two ways to read this thing. One thing I require, I desire of the Lord that I may seek you. Blah, 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 blah. Why do I want to seek you? Because your loving kindness is better than life. And there's another way that we are going to look at it today. Ah, this other way is that the, the reward of what we've been praying for is better than life. It is not something to smile and nod your head to. It is saying that God, now that you have answered our prayers, <laughs> you have placed a demand on us to forsake our lives. Let me put it in perspective. You have been praying for a job. You have been praying for a job. And by the grace of God, you come to presence right? and you tell God, God, you know just one thing that I want a job. You stay for five years, you finish school for five years and you never got a job. And God comes through and after two weeks, he gives you a job. A six-figure salary job. Amen. Amen. Tell somebody say amen. Amen. Somebody say amen. Amen. Hey, I receive. I receive. He gives you a six-figure salary job. And on the day you report to the job, he tells you, my loving kindness is better than life. Leave this job. <laughs> Somebody say I receive. <laughs> You've been praying for a husband, a wife, and then someone comes across you and they start giving you some vibe, some vibe, some vibe, and this guy is serious. He's serious. He, he's that guy you've been praying for. Amen. And then on that day that you're going to tell God, thank you, you answered my prayer. He tells you, I am calling you to a life of celibacy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not my name. <laughs> for some of us, it is God. We, we are praying for churches that have 300,000 members every service. And we are doing three services a day. <laughs> Amen. 300,000 people. So in one good day, a million people have walked in and a million people have walked out. 
And the day it comes to that, God tells me, relinquish your church. Give it to Caleb. I want you to go and pray in the mountain forever. Your life is in the mountain. Forget <laughs> everything that you have worked for. Your life, you have been called to intercede for the work that you have birthed. So that your children can enjoy the benefits of the work that you're about. And because I understand that your loving kindness is better than life. Give it a minute. There was a queen called Esther. The queen called Esther, I want you to understand that when you read the scriptures, I thank God, I thank God, that when you read the scriptures, that when Esther was not a queen of Israel, she was not married to the king of Israel, meaning she had no obligation to the Israelites. She was just a queen when the children of Israel were in bondage. Nikama Sai Idi Amin, forget it. She is a first lady in Uganda, but she's a king among captives. She's a first lady. She had no obligation to go to the king on behalf of the children of Israel. Sure. That is what I want you to understand. That is the depth of it. And remember that Esther was not, it was not permitted for anyone to just walk into the palace of the king, into the throne room of the king without being summoned. It did not matter who you are. The moment you showed yourself like that, then that means you have decided that on that day we write your eulogy. Esther had the privilege that the children of Israel could not have. Esther was living the answer to her prayers. That God gave me a man. And that God did not only give him a man, he gave him a king. Sure. Esther was, was living the life where she could not take a bath by herself. She just entered into water and then there were servants and they were like, <laughs> and she would come up and do it like this and then they put a rope on her and then she goes in, stands on the mirror and they dress her. She was living the life. She was living the life. And then a decree came that killed all the children of Israel. And Mordecai remember that we have a daughter. We have a daughter whose prayer has been Esther was living in the place that we have been praying for years. God, we want to see your move. We want to see your move. We want to see your move. And then out of nowhere, cripples start walking. Blind eyes begin to open. Ears begin to hear. Finances begin to come. Oh, a G-Wagon. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Simba riding in the G-Wagon. Not minding how it costs to drive that car. God has come. And then, Esther, we need you to go to the king. And you think Esther was religious when she told, go tell the children of Israel to pray for her. And then, Esther was 
and then you want what you want. You see how una Unaona mimi unatumwa kafia request ile imefika mwisho. Esther kwa tio ati aamini ule msia mwoki me to the king's house. No, I was eh eh eh. Do you know what it takes to walk in front of that king without him calling for you? <coughs> she was ready. She was at that place and saying because you are loving kindness. It's better than life. She was ready to lay her life down. She was ready to repay. She was ready to give up the cost of the reward. And that's the cousin. That's the cousin. And we know what happened. Daniel Shadrach Meshach. Shadrach Meshach Abednego. Abednego. I keep wondering on that third chapter where Daniel was every time I read it. Now, now is that eh? But Daniel has come here. Where was he? Because he's conspicuously missing in action. King Nebuchadnezzar, Daniel chapter three, we're reading that book. Daniel chapter three, you can write it down. King Nebuchadnezzar puts up a, a, a image and he tells the people, you must worship this image. And then there are three guys. They are Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And they say, my head, we cannot worship him. And they are brought to the king. And they are told that this men have refused. This men that you have set over the provinces. Another thing I want you to understand, that Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were ruling in captivity. It was that time that, that Israel had been taken captive, but they had found favor. Oh, favor locate me, favor locate me, favor locate me, favor locate me. And true to their prayer, favor located them. And they were, they were not even, they were not even in the lower tier of governance. But they refused to worship. And the king said, you know what, I have set a ruler because a king is a man of his word and if I go behind, if I go back on my word, uh, I will not be respected. You just have to get into the fire. And they said, into the fire we will go because our God will deliver us. Because our God will deliver us. That is an easy prayer to make. But they said, and even if he does not deliver us. Even if he does not deliver us. Imagine you in that Lamborghini that God has given you, the yellow one, and it is in a complain. And then God sends you to Tukana to preach to people who are naked. And you are there in re- ready to respond because you are loving kindness is better than life. life. Because you are loving kindness is better. Shut up, they say, even if our God does not deliver us, we will still. We will still not worship. What am I saying? That what we have been praying for is big. Mm-hmm. What we've been praying for is big. And there is a there is a consequence to the reward to the answer of our prayer. Because for a time I thought when we were praying for revival, we were praying for the good life. Yes, indeed, we were praying for the good life. Don't be mistaken, we were praying for the good life. But I now understand that the answer to this prayer draws me to a place of solitude. It draws me to a place of deeper prayer. 
that because I have received the answer, I now have to pray ten times more than I prayed for the answer. Do you get what I'm saying? Let me bring it down. That because we have prayed, you know it is easy to pray when you want something. But God is asking us, now that I have given you myself, now the consequence to our prayer, the consequence to our prayer is a selfless life. It is a selfless life. It is life to the point of death. God is asking us to die. God is asking us to die. It is to that point where, 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 where your family is in distress. Your family is in distress. Your mom is sick and it, it looks like she will die. It looks like she will die. But God is sending you on a mission. I'm not talking about oppression. My pastors want to go to the house. I want to go to the house. I want to go to the house. Manze, umefika ile place enye, unasikia God. Wewe mwenye unasikia God. <laughs> ah, it is a center. You, you hear God loudly. Unamsikia kabisa. Unamsikia. Unasikia, anda ile siku ulisikia God. Maria, kwanza mwele siku enye uli. There are times you hear God and you know this is God. Unajua uli mungu kabisa. Na kuna time ni unasikia nga mungu, wala kunanda kupima uka unasikia pedi ulisikia ile siku enye ulikuna tuwa ni mungu. Like leo unasikia huko suwoko. Eh, uli mungu kwenye. Sasa unajaribu kuwanda kufeel. Kama ile siku enye ulikuwa shua, inafeel the same way na isi kuya leo. On those days, on those days, because you hear God, God anakwazi ya manze, I want you to go out on a mission. And your mom needs you because she's sick on the bed. She's totally sick. There is no money to pay the bills. There is nothing. Na God anakwati instruction, I want you to go. And you are there. You understand. You understand that the priority of my life is my covenant with him. The priority of my life is my obedience to his voice. Despite everything, despite everything. Oh, forget that. God has given you money. God has given you money. And somebody gets sick at their hospital with bill needs to be paid. And then God has given you 150,000. I see. But yes, if you want another fifty thousand, now we have two hospitals here that we pay your bill and for a token. Now, see for see that you block. See for when a person, when a flag is not paid, but God has come here and and it is difficult, and it is God who has provided that, and God says, give it to Him, give out. Don't go to see your mom. Don't go see your mom. Go for that mission. And because we have come to that level of prioritizing our covenant with the Holy Spirit, our that level of prayer, and knowing and understanding that the answer that we've been praying for demands more even than the prayer. Unamka, unenda mission. Unapigasimu homu nasema manze, na juwe nikubaya lakilisika. Wana kufusua na pambia yo, yo kanisa ina kuingiza mchinga kwa kitu. And you go out on that mission seven days and you come back and you find your mom healed. You go out on that mission, you give out that money, and you come back and, and you found and Because your loving kindness is better than life. It's not other Unaenda unarudi unapata mama yako alikufa. 
Now, now is a God, God, God. Man say, how, how, how? And he tells you, you know what? I have caused my goodness to pass in front of you. I have caused my goodness. This is what it takes. This is what it takes to receive the answer to our prayer. For the presence of God to continually fill us. For the presence of God to continually walk on us. For us to be distinguished by the presence of God. It takes more in the space of the reward. In the space of the answer of the prayer. Than even praying for that reward. We're walking into spaces where nothing will be impossible. Ah, in fact I was reading Matthew, Matthew. Matthew 10, Matthew 10, Matthew, Matthew 16, and, and, and at the end of the day, at the end of that chapter, he talks about how some of us will not even. He talks about how if you have to gain your life, you have to give it away. Then the word for God. We are not even praying to have God. God has already answered our prayer. But that, that reward, that answer, walking in glory, walking in anointing, walking in power, walking in demonstration, walking in the fulfillment of his word, draws us to a deeper place of seeking out, draws us to a deeper place of solitude, where we only desire his company. We meet like this. We meet like friends and we say, you know what, we are, today we are meeting to eat. And we sit down, the moment we sit down and we, we start having conversations, our conversations are just shut up. And we are shut up, we are silent before God and we stay there for days, for months. Not caring whether we have jobs to report to. You come out of that place and of course you are fine, of course you are fine. But because of what you carry, because of the things that change when you step into that company, they cannot even fire you because the money you bring in in a day, no one can bring it in years. You get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? I know, I know we work so that we can fulfill certain obligations. Now, God bless our people. Amen. God bless our people. God bless all. God bless all. You know those people? Your people, your people, your people. The Mount Who have no other priority. Who have, like, what the food is what I'm working But because we have understood. Manzeo unakaidu kwa nimbako unanza kuwoma. Ukifungwa macho ni three weeks later. And it doesn't bother you. It does not bother you that sitefungwa tukafu ikitani. Because you understand that his loving kindness is better than life. Ah, you are living in an apartment. 
And the day you walked into that apartment, the landlord's daughter was sick, the landlord's wife was had run away. And on that day you met and you shook hands with the landlord. And you started and the, the next day, everything is sorted. The daughter is healed, the wife is back, their life is. And that landlord gets to realize that yesterday I encountered a man, a woman who was different. Three months later, you have not gone for work because you've been staying in your house, staying in the presence of God. And because you've not been going for work, there is no money because money comes after work. It's a principle and God cannot, cannot, cannot forego that principle. But the landlord cannot lock your house because he understands what you can. Amen. He understands the gravity that you carry. And on that day when you get back to working, God replenishes, he restores, he brings back everything. Why? Because you have been obedient to stay. You have understood what it costs to have God. What it costs to have God. What it costs to have God. I'm telling you guys, it will cost us more. It will cost us more than just coming here for the world to get what we have, for Mount Kenya to be changed, for our nation to be changed. It will cost us more, not because we want God, but because we already have God. The apostles, the apostles were persecuted. They went to endurance. So many times I would read those scriptures and I, and I would not understand them. And they would prepare me psychologically, psychologically for moments, moments of persecution and moments of endurance. And I was like, hey, man, say, we will be persecuted because of what we have. And because of, what we have, because of how we are persecuted, because of how we are persecuted, there is a reward because we have endured persecution. But now I understand. If there is no reward because we have endured persecution, there is persecution because we have received the reward. The reward does not, it is not a matter of sacrifice and reward. It is a matter of reward brings us to the place of sacrifice. So that when we lay our lives on the table and the fire of God comes and consumes us, it is not that we can receive that which God has. It is because we are on the table. We are on the slaughtering table because God has already given us. You understand, Abraham, that guy has been told by God, you will become a father of nations. Ah, you are father of nations. 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 And Abraham is getting old. While Sarah is getting old, her 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 eggs are scrambled. <laughs> and it's getting worse. And then the hope to become a father of nations is given to him. The reward is given to him. He prays and he says, God, you know I have no heir. And God says, don't worry, here is the heir. And the reward is given to him. And then God tells him, the reward requires sacrifice. Take your heir, go slaughter Wipe out that part where God provided the land. Wipe out where God intervened. Abraham, 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 look behind you. Forget that part. Let's just finish this story. Abraham slaughtered that land. Abraham slaughtered Isaac. 
And now, then what is God? It takes us because in his heart, in his heart, he had already, already slaughtered Isaac. That's what we don't understand. That's what we, we that's, that's what we don't, that's, that's what our short-sightedness in reading the word does not allow us to see. In his heart, he had already killed Isaac. Because if he had not killed Isaac in his heart, then he would be forced to kill him in the physical. In his heart, he had already paid the sacrifice that the reward demands. He was ready to forego everything. You can. <laughs> I feel like we don't get the gravity, but you can imagine. When I imagine, when I put anger, even after Judah got preached, Allah fully mamana kwangana miguwa ko akibeg anasmama na zapkeme. You, 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 Stevo. He will boast in the food. So that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. I have made this room of yours, the house of the Lord, and you will never leave. 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 You will and then God tells you, this is the sacrifice for you receiving the power that you have. So that other people can walk in that dimension. I want you to restrain yourself to only being in prayer and in my presence. Imagine the state of John the Baptist. You know John the Baptist was not a pretty guy. He was a man living in the wilderness. He, living in the wilderness, eating locusts and honey. No barber, no shower, probably once in a while. But this guy had the one message that people have been waiting for. For years and years and years and years, he had the one message. The presence of the call of the Lord, the presence of the Lord, is not is demanding things from us. Not that we get the presence of God, but because we have the presence. 
This is a call to death. This is a call to death. This is a call to death. That nothing matters more. Nothing matters more. Can I tell you something? Have you ever heard or, or heard this? For your glory, I will do anything just to see you. <coughs> For your glory, I will do anything. I will do anything. Now God is saying, I have given you my glory. Begin doing. <laughs> I give myself away. <laughs> I give myself away. When my family needs me, I give myself away. When my boyfriend wants to take me out, I give myself away. When I've been working for years and you've given me a car. When I just bought a house in Karen. And God makes you understand it is because he has given you that house in Karen that that house demands. That house demands. The blessing is demanding to be prioritized. The blessing is demanding to be put in front of anything. And the blessing is not a car, it is not miracles, it is not signs and wonders, it is not all those things I've mentioned. The blessing is God. He is demanding to be priority. He is demanding a man, a woman, who is ready to die. Matthew 10. Let me close. Uh, one, one in me. Matthew 10. He who loves his father, his mother, more than me, is not worthy of me. And this, this is not the place where you have not received him. And then it says, He who loves his father or his mother more than me is not worthy of me. He who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. He who does not take his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. He who finds his life will lose it. What God is giving us, what God is giving us, what God is giving us, what God is giving us is more than capable to give you life. Is more than capable to give you life. 
And then he comes again and says, that life that you have found, if you don't lose it, you will not get life. He finds his life will lose it. And he who loses his life for my sake will find it. Forget it for my sake. And ridicule. You know, I'm being persecuted for Christ. No. You need your time. And the God are who's out of like God is just oozing out of you. That if someone thinks ill of you in their bed, now go get it on a computer or now go screw on a botanico. Like Give me your time and you may show respect because you are walking with God. And then God tells you, for you to have life, you must lose it. You must lose it. You must lose it. This is not an easy prayer. The prayer we want to make is not an easy prayer. I want you to. Think about it. I want you to let it consume you, and then begin making that prayer. This is the this is the bad thing. There is no better life than this. So you cannot abandon this wagon to jump on another wagon so that you can have your life. It is too late. It is too late. Tell your neighbor it is too late. God has already purposed to use you, so it is too late. So the privileges of the world, the privileges of life, you must be prepared to let them go when he says, let them. Some things will not be as hard as uh, live like you don't have money. Some things will be very simple, very simple, very simple. Let me tell you how simple it gets. Like you are working, uh, you work from eight to 8, and then God tells you, when you get home, I want you to pray from 8 to 5 a.m. Every day. It will be very simple. Very simple. So now, kanga, ata wangi. Unatokanga tu kwa magoti, ukienda kuoga, uende kazi, ukitoka kazi, unarudi kwa, ata unasau watu wanakulangu. But let me tell you something. There will be joy. There will be so much fulfillment when we are putting up a sacrifice because of the reward that we have. People will wonder, how is it that you don't sleep? How is it that you work and pray all night? Ah, and you will not even slumber at work. You will not even doze. Your productivity is highest. They cannot even get to an eighth of what you make in a month. There will be so much fulfillment. There will be so much fulfillment. But there has to be a sacrifice. There has to be a devotion. There has to be a devotion. There has to be a prioritization above everything else that life offers.
think about and then just begin to pray. Just think about it and then just begin to pray. Because your loving kindness is better than life. Now I understand what it means to say that for your glory I will do anything. For your glory I will do anything. It is the cost of the reward. The cost of the reward. The cost of having you. The cost of having you. The cost of having you. The deliverance of my family draws me away from my family. The deliverance of my of my friends draws me away from my friends. But because I understand that your loving kindness is better than life, I am giving my life up. 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 I give my life up. Even to the point of physical death, I am giving my life up. I am giving my life up. If for immortality to be experienced, we have to go, then we are ready. We are being reformed into the level of the sacrifice that was there in the first church. When the apostles could lay down their lives, when Stephen could allow himself to be stoned, 
so that the gospel can be furthered. Lay your lives down, lay your lives down, lay your lives down. It is not important that you have it. If it will not profit you anything, it is not important that you have it. So lay your lives down. Lay your lives down, lay your lives down, lay your lives down. Lay your lives down, lay your lives down, lay your lives down. A sacrifice has no say. A sacrifice has no say. A sacrifice has no say. When fire is set upon it, it just burns. It is just consumed. It is just consumed. It is just consumed. <laughs> I see the Spirit of God blessing a cry in you. And this Christ for this word, for the church, for the church, for the people who are not in this space to hear this word. But they are in, they are connected, they are connected, they understand what it means. But this Christ to raise them, God is just blessing a cry in you. And when God puts a cry in you, don't, don't hold it up, don't hold it up. Just let yourself, just let yourself. When you hear people say that we do not want prophecy, we do not want people speaking in tongues, it is because they don't understand. But because we understand there is a sacrifice that we must make so that this world can penetrate. I attest to you that you already carry the, 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 the grace. You already carry the grace. You already carry the grace. But the grace is demanding. The grace is demanding. The grace is demanding. The grace is demanding. The air in this room is getting thick. It is getting thick. It is getting thick. Some of you will begin to feel like you cannot breathe. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Ah, la ba 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 ba.